We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on local now, channel 525. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. Today's the 19th of July, 2014. Hope your summer's going well. I hope your car's running well. I hope your air conditioning's doggone good and cold. And if it's not, that's what we're here for. 602-508-0960 is the phone number. We have five lines, and they're wide open right now. So if you have a car question, now's the time to call in because it's easier than when we get really, really busy. 602-508-0960. And my guest this week is my best friend, one of my best fishing buddies, teaches me everything about fishing. He won't teach me how to use dynamite to fish. Well, hold on, hold on. Let me turn on your mic. All right, try it again. No dynamite. No dynamite in uh, in the fishing of you, with you? Absolutely. We let them go after we catch them. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) Of course, I'm kidding. Don't be biting them. I'm not... We've never gone dynamite fishing, but I'm teasing you. Tom O'Kane from Action Auto on the northwest corner of I-17 and Deer Valley Road. Somebody I've talked about a lot about. How are you? How you been? Oh, we've been fantastic. I know you just walked in the studio, but I got something to ask you. I was talking to an insurance adjuster the other day, and he said you're a hero. So tell me, do you know what I'm talking about? Because I don't know. And and t- tell me what the circumstances were. What what did you do right or wrong for an insurance adjuster? Yeah. Are we talking Allstate? I don't know. Did you have... Well, then obviously there's something with Allstate. Well... Tell me what happened with Allstate. Well, other than a customer had an issue with a vehicle that we fixed. Okay, so that's, <laughs> the, sna- that's the snapshot. <laughs> so so give me the give me the, the story. Well, we had a, a, a Thunderbird that was at another shop, and uh, for whatever reason, they fell short. Okay. And we took care of the business. All right. So so um, it came in with what symptoms or what was the issue? Well, this particular vehicle had uh, a mouse, a little rodent okay. that was running around in it. And, and chewing up the wiring, I suspect? And he had a lot of fun. Okay. So the, so we got lots of wiring damage. Absolutely. Okay. Shop number one. And you know you can't say the name of the shop. Okay. No, yeah. No. I, yeah. Um, so the shop number one has the car. And are, so do they fix it? Well, no, they did not. Okay. And so then it, ultimately somebody makes the decision to pull it from shop number one. And that was the customer and the insurance company. Okay. so And, and obviously you're not involved at that point because you, right. you don't know anything that's going on. So right. it ends up at your door. Yes. Okay. So, so let me ask you this. Is there a significant difference or any kind of a difference between the f- shop repairs number one repair and number two repair, your repair? Yes, there were significant differences. I guess let's get into this. Okay. All right. I, I'll, I feel like I'm pulling teeth. That's here. how I was feeling. My <laughs> teeth were starting to hurt. The uh, 
the bottom line is shop A had told the insurance company that they had pulled the engine out of the vehicle, fixed the wiring harness, put the engine back into the vehicle, and they're done with it. Pay us the $5,000. Five, five grand. All right, now. I see the paperwork. Oh, okay. Now, the, just so folks know kind of how we think in our industry, the paint and body shop business is going to be in the $30, $40, $50 an hour range. That's typical for them. Okay, but paint and body is different than mechanical. On the mechanical side, I think they're going to be in the $80, $90, $100 range. Correct. Okay, and we, in the mechanical 100% of the time, I'm at 104 What's your labor rate? We're at 105. Okay, and in my neighborhood and probably your neighborhood alike, the average is 103.90, and so I figure I'm 10 cents more than the the average. And and of course there's there's some 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 uh, well there's one Honda dealership close by that's like 129. He's really proud of his stuff. Uh, but nevertheless, so we're at 103, 104, 105. Right. So there's his five grand. And it, it wouldn't have come out of there, and they wouldn't have yanked it from that shop unless there was conditions that had not been repaired. Absolutely. All right, go on. So the the vehicle still had issues, and the computer system still had wiring uh, that wasn't completed. And we get the vehicle up in the air. We start taking off some of the panels, and here comes dog leashes and cactuses and other what things. What does that, that tell you? you? Well, it tells me that. If you're going to pull the covers off and the dog leash is under it, chances are the engine never came out because they wouldn't put the dog leash back in there. Okay, so as you begin to to strip away some of this this under stuff coverings. under coverings to look at the work that may have been done to see if what the work has been done, you find evidence that the covers have never been pulled off. That's correct. So and the conclusion by you and others is is that they didn't pull the motor. That's correct. Okay. And we called the insurance company so we could come along and take all the photographs and okay. all this wonderful stuff we're uncovering. So then where is the real fix at? Well, the real fix was pulling intake manifolds off and repairing and replacing a couple harness connectors. And almost $800 later, the car's driving down the road. But we got a $5,000 bill hanging out Well, there. that's between them. You know, I, I never like to talk about what other people's issues are because I wasn't involved in their issues and especially when it gives the industry a, ba a black eye well that's you know, pretty clear the way you're you, you, I mean I'm like I said I'm having to pull teeth but but here's the good news the good news is there's a lesson the the good news is is the customer really had had little or no choice in this I would imagine right um, so the the issue is is we spend a lot of money and the car's not fixed and that's kind of universal. It happens all the time. I'm happy that it was an insurance company that spent the money instead of the customer. Okay. And so then it goes to you, and, 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 and you're under the gun. You recognize by taking something like that on, 50% of the time you're the dog, and 50% of the time you're the hero. Right. <laughs> because when you get in there and you go, man, we got orange wires connected to purple wires and yellow wires connected to black wires, we got to redo all of this. Then you're 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 stumping your chest and you're saying I'm going to fix this car. Well, for 800 bucks, is it true you fixed the car? Oh, absolutely. All right, so the car is fixed. Right, driving and, down. And the you're road. done because you get paid and you don't even like me. You don't even care what happens around the corner. Well, it's not that we don't care what happens around the corner, but that's somebody else's uh, issues between the insurance company. Okay, but the customer. They just pay their deductible, so they don't care that the insurance company paid shop A five grand and then shop B your shop 
um, 800. Yeah, my, my, my deal was completely with the insurance company because the insurance company brought it to us. Okay. Right. I never really met the customer other than we did wash up their car and... Yeah, did you leave the dog leash in there? Uh, we left it in a box for... Uh, for the customer. For the insurance man to take. Oh. <laughs> Let him have the fun was, with it. Was it the dog He's, leash of the owner? I don't know. I don't know where the dog... I, I, I think the rat... You think the rat found the dog he leash probably, and drug it up in the, I think, the cover? I think the rat chewed it right off the dog. <laughs> oh, God. Let the dog away. I don't believe a word you're saying now. Yeah. I know you're just... All right. Well, you know, I'm proud of you for that. Um, um, the conversation on my end was kind of like, uh, do you know so-and-so, Tom? I said, yeah, I do. Um, well, and, and, and you know that I work in the insurance industry a lot, okay? Right, right. So... Um, Every day of my life, an insurance adjuster or someone from an insurance company will call me with a car question because I tell them questions are free. Okay, answers are free, questions are free. Repair is not free. Make sure you understand that. Right. Okay, I ain't fixing nothing for free, but I'll talk and I'll we'll discuss it for free. Um, yesterday. And you also give advice. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it, and sometimes... Um, it's a touchy situation because it may involve a shop that's on my list, or it may involve a shop I know the owner, but it's not on my list. I mean, there, there's there's issues that go along with that. But big boys like you and me, we, we're we're strong enough to handle that kind of stuff. Right. But anyway, they the the word was is that you did a really great job. The word was is you did it in a really classy way, and um, and I asked specifically, um, did it look like he stood on the shoulders of the other shop? And they said no. And so for that, I'm thanking you because that's important to me. We don't want to stand on the shoulders of other people. We just want to educate them using examples that are the way they are. Here to make everybody happy. Um, I can't make everybody happy. <laughs> and, you know, there's been times where I've been the dog. There's been times that uh, we've gone in the wrong directions. There's been times, and it's, it's a matter of, of, of kind of the appropriate recovery, right? Correct. There's been times I've said, take the car. You, you don't owe me a dime. You know, I thought I could fix it, and I couldn't. So well, the cars are easy to fix. The yeah. customers sometimes get a little more difficult. Yeah, no, you're. I agree and that's with communication. You. Mm -hmm. and as yeah. long as we communicate like normal human beings, things go well. Okay. D would you rather have the lady walk in your lobby and drop the car off, or the man? I don't think it really makes a difference. It makes a difference to me. Well, uh, you know, the guys typically they they come up with the answer before they tell you what the problem is. <laughs> And the women just say, I got a problem, and here's what's going on, and this is how it's affecting our life. That's a nice way to put it. Yeah. That's a really nice. But let me put it Mark Salem's way. Okay. The guys come in and tell us how to fix the car, and they usually have leather loafers and silk socks on. They wouldn't know a radiator cap from a catalytic converter. But they, but they went on the Internet, and Google said to do this and do this and do this. The wife will give you the symptoms. She'll make the noise for you in a lobby full of people. <laughs> She'll do that. Why do that, too? I know, but the guys won't do that. So when the guy comes in and tells me to align the car, I know there's going to be a problem because he's already diagnosed it. Never mind that it's a radial pull. Never mind that the right tire has 10 pounds and the left front tire has 35 pounds. Never mind all of that. I'm going to align it. And now it's up to me to either do one of two things. I'm either going to, okay, um, let me write that down. I'm going to either have to, to say to him, I'm not going to align the car until you share the symptoms with me, okay? I want to know why we're aligning the car. I want to know what symptom we're trying to fix, what verifiable symptom. Now, if he says it's just maintenance, I just had some new tires put on it, okay, fine. 
I'll do that. Do you have any pull right now? No. Do you have any vibration? No. Any side-to-side -side movement on the steering wheel? No. None, 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 none. Hmm. Interesting. So what did the tire wear look like on the old tires? I don't remember. Wow. You're really giving me a lot to work with. Okay. Right. I'm going to hang it on the alignment machine and see how close we are. But really and truly, if it's within the green arrows, I'm going to leave it there because you got no pull. you got no reason to, to change it, and especially tire wear. Because we only align for tire wears and pull, right? That's correct. So if people come in with vibrations... Well, they want it aligned for vibrations. And, and we know that that's... That's not the fix. That's not the fix. Yeah. That's a symptom, but not a fix. Right. All right. 602-508-0960, Tom O'Kane from Action Auto on the northwest corner of I-17 and Dravage is my guest for the next two hours, and we're going to talk about cars. You get two, two, well, one and a half mines for the price of one. I'm, I'm counting you as one and me oh, as half. <laughs> okay, so I don't want you crawling over the table. So you lost a half a mine. I lost a half a mine, and I'm happy for you to be here because um, two heads are always better than one, one way or the other. When we come back, I want to tell you about something. Um, I have a friend of mine, an old cowboy, that's very sick, and um, he is he's in hospice. And he uh, braids the nicest lead ropes in the whole wide world using mule tape. I bought all of his inventory, and I'm going to sell it and give him the money. So if you uh, want to stick around, and if you're a horse person, or if you have a big dog, or I have some 12-foot of these lead ropes that have a 3,000-pound capability, which I think would be great tow ropes for quads, and on and on and on. So if you have any kind of a need for a nice lead rope for a horse or for a tote strap for a quad or for a big dog like a German Shepherd or a St. Bernard, then I have what you need. And, um, and you could help me help Dick, who uh, is a cowboy buddy of mine and somebody who, who right now is, uh, is uh, the wind's blown against him. So we'll be back right after this. Michael Medved doesn't believe the Democrats are the party of the working man. All of the Democratic candidates for president since Bill Clinton have been prep school graduates. That's right, Al Gore, John Kerry, and then, of course, Barack Obama. The idea that Democrats are, are the party of, of hardworking, toiling, huddled masses yearning to breathe free, what a pile. The Michael Medved Show, weekdays at noon, right before Hugh Hewitt at 3, on Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. DNB Auto Repair is a shop that has been on Mark Salem's best car repair shops list from the very beginning. DNB is family owned and operated and has been in the valley providing honest quality work at a fair price since 1992. That means DNB Auto Repair has been servicing your vehicles and servicing the community for over 20 years. Whether it's a little league game around the neighborhood or Glendale Community College, DNB Auto is pitching in. Conveniently located on the southwest corner of 27th Avenue in Maryland, DNB Auto is is also a member of the BBB, ASA, and has ASE certified technicians. So give Dan and Betsy a call at 602-249-2103 to schedule an appointment and find out why their customers won't take their vehicles any other place. You won't be disappointed. They work on both domestic and foreign cars, anything from oil changes to engine jobs. That's DMB Auto at 27th Avenue in Maryland, 602-249-2103, 602-249-2103. This is attorney William J. Wolf, host of Middle East Radio Forum, heard every Sunday at noon here on 960 The Patriot. This Sunday, historian Dr. Steve Carroll returns with his essential Dateline Middle East news analysis and commentary. Learn about the essential news from the Middle East. Dr. Carroll's presentation is not to be missed. Please spread the word about this very important show. That's Middle East Radio Forum, Sunday at noon on 960 The Patriot. 
I'm LeVar Burton, and I'm proud to be a book person. Every child deserves to have access to books because children who grow up with books invariably do better in life than children who do not. How do I choose a book? Is it the cover? Uh, yeah, some, I guess, you know, it's sometimes it's the cover, sometimes it's the title. I guess I'm pretty visual, so it's a combination of those two. The first book I remember was Captain's Courageous. When I finished that book, I had become so involved with these characters. So here's the thing. If a book's really, really impressing me and the writing is really, really good, I will peek and see what the last paragraph is. Because the ends, the endings of books, if it's really, really well done, that ending, that last thought should rock you. I am a book person. And if you're a book person, too, read to a child and spark a lifetime of ambition. Join me at bookpeopleunite.org because reading is fundamental. A public service announcement brought to you by Reading is Fundamental, Library of Congress, and the Ad Council. It takes 12 years to create a graduate. It takes about the same time to create a dropout. The difference between a child becoming one or the other could be you. Studies prove that reading to a child regularly dramatically improves reading skills. And kids who read well by third grade are four times as likely to graduate. So United Way is calling for one million volunteers over the next three years. We're asking you to step up, make a pledge, tutor a child who needs help, mentor a kid who needs someone on their side, volunteer to read to children, make a difference. Because when a child advances, we all advance. Entire communities improve. The path to success or failure starts long before graduation day. And the difference between a graduate and a dropout could be you. Be a reader, tutor or mentor, give, advocate, volunteer. Live United. Take the pledge. Go to liveunited.org now. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. Welcome back, everybody. It's uh, 21 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. With me is Tom O'Kane from Action Auto. Uh, he's up on I-17 in Deer Valley, the northwest corner. And we're here at your service to help you with any car questions or car problems or comments or questions or anything about cars that we think we can handle. Um, this portion of Under the Hood I want to tell you about is Quality Transmission. Quality is uh, wants to remind you that calling around to get prices on a transmission repair is a bad idea because nobody really knows what to bid so therefore they're all going to give you a number that benefits them and not you so you're likely to get a $300 number and maybe a $1300 number and you're not going to really know which one it is but in reality neither do they so until somebody checks the transmission fluid checks the battery cable for good connections scans the computer for codes and looks at the codes to determine what the codes are trying to say or what circuits seem to be defective nobody can really give you a quote on the phone so you can save yourself a lot of time and just take your vehicle to a good quality transmission shop like quality transmission in Tempe been around since 1977 so if you're in the East Valley or anywhere and you want to stop by, they'll talk to you, and they'll drive your car for free, and I promise you'll be happy that you did. Okay, let's go see Niwat. Niwat, good morning to you. How can we help you this morning? Well, let me see if you can help me out here, Mark. I got my mom's got an 06 Toyota Avalon. Okay. And she got a random misfire, 300 to 305. Sometimes go all six-stoner misfire. Okay. Tom, you want to comment? Well, certainly. The... Uh the 305 is indicating cylinder number five has got an issue. Uh, and a misfire, just what is a misfire? That's just meaning that for some reason the gasoline and the air and the spark didn't all come together at the correct time. Right. I like how you put that. Right. So 
so the issue is is why did that happen is it a spark plug problem is it ignition coil problem could be a vacuum leak problem you hit the net i mean that's there's <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of variables within yeah. that how many miles are on the avalon it's 172,000 miles, and the only time that it triggers a misfiring is when I'm going on the freeway. About 2,300 RPM passing 65 miles per hour. Okay. Those are not something that would typically mean much to us. Um, let, let, did you, have you changed the spark plugs in this? Yes. Okay. I, I put a radium NGK in there. Okay. And is that comparable or better than what you took out? It's comparable. Okay. Because uh, Denzo, they, they require, they re recommend Denzo, but NGK is good enough. Yeah, let me tell you something that a lot of people don't know. Um, first of all, the Denzo Iridiums are, in my opinion, the very best spark plug out there. And, of course, they make spark plugs for just about every kind of car, Chevy, Forge, Chrysler's, all the way through all the imports and stuff. Okay. But a lot of people don't want to put a Denzo spark plug in their Ford. But I'm going to tell you a secret. The mass airflow sensor on all Fords for the last seven years has been made by Hitachi. <laughs> so <laughs> there is no such thing as a Ford only part anymore than a Honda part. But why don't you swap the coil from five to three and three to five? Oh, no, no, no. I got all cylinder misfire. All. Oh, well, then I'd yeah. be looking at crank sensor or cam sensor. And, and it could be, uh, again, we were talking about mass air flow meters. You could certainly have the air metering device that's not delivering the correct amount of fuel. Or a big vacuum leak that's affecting the lean condition on the whole thing. Yeah. The, in, inside the computer of that vehicle, uh, you know, the proper test equipment can get in there and measure and get in and look at, okay. you know, what the fuel mixtures are, it, you know, give you ignition timing sequences. And it gives you a lot more information to go by. But, you know, again... The first thing that a typical mechanic wants to do is he wants to go in there and take, again, if, if it was just cylinder number, cylinder number five can affect cylinder number four and cylinder number three, depending on where it is in the firing sequence. But the, but the idea is, is to take the plug out and move it to another cylinder. So just because you're getting 300, that doesn't mean it's still not just a cylinder number five problem. Right. And and you can swap parts. I don't know if you've got a coil over ignition, but you can swap coils. You can call swap, swipe wires, swap wires, and spark, swap spark plugs. But I can see where a plugged fuel filter or a weak fuel pressure could cause a lean condition that Absolutely. would affect all the cylinders as well. And so, so the, Tom, the question is this. Is it even r remotely possible that this could be a plugged fuel filter or a substandard fuel delivery system oh, causing a lean condition on all, all this? Where everybody else in the world, and including the three-whiskered kid at the uh, auto parts store in the parking lot, is going to say, oh, well, let me sell you a set of spark plugs, let me sell you a set of boots, let me sell you a set of wires. And here's me, the coils. And yeah. here's the coils, because this is an ignition misfire, because it's called a random misfire, but in reality, a... $20 fuel filter would fix this. It's possible. And that's where getting inside the computer and monitoring the fuel trimming Is would tell us whether we're not getting enough gasoline to there. Oh. We, need, we, need to, we need to isolate where is this misfire coming from. You need to find out if it's coming from the ignition system or is it coming from the fuel system. Okay, since we're talking about the fuel trim, what control the short-term, short fuel trim? Well, when we look at short-term fuel trim, it tells us, uh, hypothetically, it tells us in the last 15 to 20 minutes or the last three or four hours. Okay. If, if you see a short-term fuel term problem, then I'm going to make it, if it's running lean, I'm going to force it to run rich to see what happens then. Do you know how to do that? 
Do you know what, let me ask you a question, when you look at an O2 sensor, do you know what point 0.1 and point 0.9 means? Point 0.9, no. Okay. See, that's why that's why a scanner or looking at the codes is really crazy because the code just says that I have a problem in Alabama. You still have to find the city, the zip, the street, and then the address in order to fix it. So you can't just look at a code and say misfire and focus on the ignition system because half the time it's not the ignition system. Half the time the EGR valve stuck open causing a lean condition for two cylinders. And you can replace all the ignition system ten times over and turn around and find nothing fixes it. Short-term fuel trim is important because we need to fix that, which is going to then fix the fuel trim issues. So we need the proper uh, mixture of air and fuel all the time. 170,000 miles. Throw out something. You said mass airflow sensor. I agree. Now, not that it's bad. Maybe it needs to be cleaned, or maybe it's dirty, or maybe it's got a butterfly hanging on, on the wire. There's a lot of things. It could be EGR. And, and that Avalon, I believe they do have an EGR system that they're still running in there. Um, fuel... In addition to any, any intake manifold leaks, you know, if there's a small leak. At the throttle blades. Yep. At the throttle plates or or down on the on the side of the engine. What about if the idle air control motor is stuck open more than it should be, well, and it's allowing more air to bypass the throttle blades, which would cause a lean condition, which well, would cause a misfire? Yeah, other other than he said it's accelerating at about 60 miles an hour going up the freeway. Okay, but if the idle air control motor wasn't seating because of carbon buildup, then we would have an, an auxiliary source of air, and we may not have an idle air control motor code. Right, but... That, but but that would throw the misfire more at an idle. Okay, all right. But as this, is, as this, but, it's but, still. Not but there's something. a lot of variables, and uh, the and thing is, you just got to look at the other circuits in the system. Okay, but he's seeing. He says the code comes on when he's doing this particular 60 mile an hour thing. But is that? We're, are we really going to hang our hat on that? Because sometimes the code can be occur at 10 o'clock in the morning, but the light doesn't set till 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Well, that's your typical Ford. Oh, this is a, this is not a Ford. <laughs> I understand that. <laughs> Ford will have all kinds of misfires and never tell you it's got a problem. <laughs> oh, and I see, I, I just did notice that you're, you've got a brand new GMC out in the parking lot? Well, I had to buy an American car eventually. Okay, all right. All right, well, Niwat, good luck to you. But really, somebody with a scanner, somebody that really knows what they're doing is the guy for you. We'll be right back right after this. Not all repair shops are the same. Mark knows the best shops, and two of them have just been presented the Better Business Bureau's International Torch Award for Business Ethics, Tony's Auto Service Center, and 25th Street Automotive. That's nothing short of amazing. These two shops know cars, but they care about the families they serve, our community, and the environment. They hire the best and stand behind their work with an ironclad warranty. Mention this announcement and receive a special discount on your first visit. For Tony's Auto Service Center at 56th Street and Thomas, Call 480-945-7788 or go to Tony'sAutoServiceCenter.com. That's Tony'sAutoServiceCenter.com. And for 25th Street Automotive at Indian School and 25th Street, call 602-955-2637 or go to 25thStreetAutomotive.com. That's 25thStreetAutomotive.com. Either way, definitely two shops you can trust to do what's right. 
Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasseric paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. They're allies by circumstance, rivals in fact, and enemies by personal animosity. In his new book, Blood Feud, New York Times bestselling author Ed Klein exposes the dramatic power struggle and personal hatred between the two most powerful Democratic families in the country. Get a copy of Blood Feud and read the shocking truth about the Obamas and the Clintons, what really happened in Benghazi, what Hillary Clinton won't tell you about her health, and more. Blood Feud by Ed Klein in bookstores everywhere. Log on for more information at regnery.com. Okay, forest animals, today is a new day. Kids are coming to the forest, and it's up to us to make their visit a good one. Sparrow. Yes? Have you practiced the most popular bird songs for the year? Of course. Catchy. I like it. Okay, river. Dude, how's the temperature? It's a refreshing 52 degrees, man. Perfect for a little riverside shoeless relaxation. Ah, good. Owl, you here? Course. Who's asking? I am. Look, you know the drill. Sleep during the day, scare the kids at night. Perfect. I love my job. Uh, Oak Tree? Sup? Still in the same place I left you last year. That's what I like. Consistency. Well, it's not like I'm going anywhere for the next couple hundred years. I know. I love it. Uh, Turtle. Turtle. He's not here yet, man. Ugh, he's late every morning. You'd think he would have learned by now to leave the night before our meetings. Okay. Squirrel, has anybody seen Mr. Squirrel? The forest has been preparing just for you. Visit a forest near you today. To learn more about cool things to do in the forest, visit discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm LeVar Burton, and I'm proud to be a book person. How do I choose a book? Sometimes it's the cover, sometimes it's the title. I guess I'm pretty visual. If a book's really impressing me and the writing is really good, I will peek and see what the last paragraph is. Because the endings of books should rock you. I am a book person. And if you're a book person, too, read to a child and spark a lifetime of ambition. Join me at bookpeopleunite.org because reading is fundamental. A public service announcement brought to you by Reading is Fundamental, Library of Congress and the Ad Council. All about that demon automobile, the metal monster with the polyglass wheels and results of the dream of Henry Ford. Welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. Mark Salem and Tom O'Kane from Action Auto, a world-class fisherman who drives a brand-new GMC truck that's got a diesel that's getting 16, 17 miles a gallon. Around town. Are you running empty? What are you going to get when you go back to uh, Wisconsin? What are you thinking? Well, I'm hoping to get at least 23. Okay. Driving down the I'd road. I'd be interested in, in that. Call me when you get back and let's see how, how you're doing. If you can, I do, I do know this. Of all the tests we've run on the Duramax, if you can keep the needle under 2,000 RPM, and I doubt if you and your buddy are going to do that. 80 miles an hour, we're running about 1,800 RPM. Oh, then you got like 307 gears in that or something, 343s. Uh, it's got 347s in it, I think. Or yeah. 372s. No, there's 372s. Okay. 
because my new Dodge has 411 and when I put bigger tires on it now I'm back down to 350s and I can keep the needle under but now isn't 80 miles an hour speeding? Not in my world. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, you're going to take Interstate 10 all the way to Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's okay. I understand. Uh, this portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by IMM Service. IMM Service has been fixing cars right and caring for their customers since 1972. They've been around a long time. David Garcia's owner. He has ASE Master Techs that works on domestics and imports. But, folks, if you have a Swedish, an Italian, or an Asian vehicle, IMM import in Tempe on the right at where 101 and 202 meet, just south and west of that. He's the guy you should talk to. First of all, most of us cringe with Swedish, Italian, and Asian vehicles. We can do maintenance on them, but when it comes to really digging into those cars, it takes a certain kind of person. So a Volvo, a Saab, oh, a Saab and a Fiat, does that strike the fear of God in your heart? Let me give you one more. Can you even and find a part for it? Alfa Romeo. Oh, I got one of those in my shop right now. These guys raise their hands and say, we're going to take Volvo, Saabs, Fiats, Alfa Romeos, and just about any import we can handle. And I said to David Parts, and he goes, I got that. I got that covered. So nevertheless, if you have a car that people struggle with, IMM Auto Service prioritizes your work, and they'll offer you a penny estimate, and they'll give you a 12-month, 12,000-mile warranty, and they're close to ASU. So IMM Auto Service is the place if you have a Volvo, Saab, Fiat, Alfa Romeo, or any domestic or import, especially in the Swedish, Italian, or Asian line. They're the guys. All righty, let's go talk to Pete. Pete, good morning to you. How can I help you this morning? Well, thank you for taking my call. I think I have an easy one for you. Oh, we like one of those. <laughs> I have a 2005 Dodge Ram that I dearly love. And whenever I add about 8 or 10 gallons of gasoline, the instrument gauge uh, takes forever to come up to an accurate reading. And I'm thinking that maybe down in that gas tank where the sending unit is, I've got some corrosion on that float uh, assembly and everything that's there. And I've had some luck in using Tecron in the gasoline. Sometimes that clears it up. But I've been thinking about maybe trying this uh, seafoam and putting that in the gas tank and running it through there because I think I've got a corrosion problem down in that tank. All right. And, and folks, what he's talking about is, is down inside the tank we have a sending unit with an arm that floats with the gas, and the other end of the arm runs across something that looks like piano keys. And so as the end of the arm touches the piano keys, it tells the gauge where to put it, quarter tank, half tank, full tank, whatever, whatever. So corrosion or moss or green or just uh, the byproducts of gasoline, Tom? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, is, yeah. is what we're talking about. <clears throat> um, Seafoam. Seafoam is a product that uh, absolutely does absorb moisture. Okay. It is a great lubricant. All right. I do recommend seafoam. Okay. Now, give me a specific, give me some some symptoms that you look for seafoam for, and don't tell me that it grows hair on your head, okay? Well, seafoam, again, is a good cleaner. All right. You okay. know, I like to make sure the fuel systems are clean. We do get condensation, believe it or not. You do get water into the gasoline. It will mix with that and help, okay. help move that out. Uh, the symptoms, just poor performance. Okay. All right. You know, and and the reason I tease you about the growing a hair on your head is is because there's so many products out there that do everything. 
Right. And, of course, they give you additional power. They'll double your power. They'll double your fuel economy, and that can't happen. No. So it's nice to see somebody who actually is a seafoam installer user, but specific. We're looking for specific issues. It's not going to make a 170,000-mile Avalon run better. No. Okay. But it is It is a maintenance uh, thing. There's no such thing as a mechanic in a can. Okay. You know, or... And something on the maintenance side is this is something, do you use seafoam? Absolutely. Okay, and how often do you put it in your wife's car? I barely ever see my wife's car, so it's probably once a year. Okay. How about, in your? do you use it on your diesel? Oh, no. Okay. All right, so if you had a gasoline car and it was your car, would you use it once a year, twice a year in the gas tank? I, I recommend all my customers twice a year. Okay, good enough, good Just enough. Just put a can in there and don't worry about it. Okay, all right. Again, the lubrication is why I like the Seafoam so much better than I like the Tecron. Okay. Tecron is a great product. I don't have anything wrong to say about it, but I like the lubrication of the of the Seafoam. Okay. Pete, as, as far as anything else, you, you can try the variety of chemicals in the tank. They actually used to make a motor per product, motor per, P-U-R-R product, out of methyl ethyl ketone, which was a red fluid that would burn your eyes if you opened it up and smelled it. But that cleaned the heck out of fuel systems. That would be my last resort if you can find a bottle of the Motor Per um, Fuel Red Liquid. Um, you can try the seafoam. Certainly that is an option. The, other, the, the last thing is, is you, somebody's, wait till the fuel pump goes bad, and then when you pull the fuel pump out, go ahead and pull the sending unit with it and replace both of them at the same time in your home free. Those are the only options I got. Unless, of course, you can hire a really small guy with a toothbrush and shove him down the fuel uh, inlet. With scuba gear. With scuba gear and have him go scrub those piano keys. I don't know if you can do any better. Well, good luck to you, Pete. Thank you very much. Let's see. We're going to take a break. When we come back, Jim, you're going to be next. And anybody else, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Hi, I'm Dan Davis, and I want to introduce you to Bob Jones and my friends at Quality Transmission Service. A lot of people are hanging on to their cars to save money, but driving an older car means you'll eventually need repairs. If it's a bad transmission, you could be left stranded, and that's a pretty helpless feeling. But help is a phone call away. Quality Transmission is family-owned and operated and has been serving the Valley since 1977. Bob is all about quality, and he's been doing the right thing his entire life. Eagle Scout, two tours of Vietnam, and the very first winner of the Better Business Bureau's Ethics Award. At Quality Transmission Service, every overhaul transmission comes with a two-year, 24,000-mile nationwide warranty. Quality Transmission is AAA approved, rated A-plus by the Better Business Bureau, and is a charter member of Mark Salem's Best Auto Repair Shops in Phoenix. So for all your automotive transmission needs, call Quality Transmission Service. Quality Transmission Service, getting you back on the road. Mark Salem has a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and so do you. His name is Tom Fletcher. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from, one at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of 101, and the other one is at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was the finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award, and in 2004, they won that BBB Ethics Award. Thunderbird Auto has an A-plus rating, they have ASC certified technicians, they can fix anything with a steering wheel, and they offer a free cursory ring inspection that some others charge $49 for, and they're the only shop you know that offers two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. And if you have a problem with them and you go through Mark Salem's BBB process, he'll put $5,000 of his money up to guarantee you'll be treated fairly. 
For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Welcome to the Medical Minute, brought to you by Dr. Dave Tayez from the Neighborhood Christian Clinic. Scorpion stings are a common problem in Arizona, especially in this summer. Arizona has a bark scorpion, which is poisonous, but fatalities are rare. As a rule, the larger the person, the less likely the envenomation will be problematic, and it is only the small child that might need antivenin. Nonetheless, the sting can be painful, and there are several things that you should do if you think you've been stung by a scorpion. First, wash the area with soap and water, and then apply a cool compress or ice to the area of sting. Then call the Banner Good Sam Poison Control Center at 1-800-222-1222, and they will help you determine the appropriate course of action. At the Neighborhood Christian Clinic, we serve the uninsured working poor. For nearly 15 years, we've provided medical and dental care while sharing the love of Christ to those in need. To volunteer or donate, visit us at thechristianclinic.org. Every 20 seconds, another kid drops out of school. If we do nothing, 3.5 million kids won't receive a diploma over the next four years. United Way knows that kids who have a caring adult in their life are more likely to make it. And the difference between a dropout and a graduate could be you. Take the pledge to volunteer now at unitedway.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. Oh, you have no idea what goes on in the studio during the breaks, do they? It's all fun. It's all fun. All righty. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. This portion of the hood is brought to you by Automatic Transmission Exchange, and, and please allow me to call them ATE, Automatic Transmission Exchange. They've been rebuilding transmissions in the Phoenix area since 1968. Phil and his staff are transmission, diagnostic, and repair experts. Phil and his staff have gray hair on their head, they have gray hair in their nose, and they have gray hair in their mustache, and they have gray hair in their ears. They This ain't their first rodeo. They've been around. <laughs> They've been around a really long time. They're very progressive. So they have started with the very old transmissions in the 50s, and now they're working on and successfully diagnosing and repairing the electronic ones of today. So once the transmission is completed there, it goes through a series of tests on their brand new dyno machine that virtually guarantees the transmission is going to work and work properly before they even put it in your car. So they have the ability to test its operation before it goes into your car, and that's kind of important. And that's an expensive stop that you're not going to pay for. So if you live in Central Phoenix or anywhere, really, Automatic Transmission Exchange is located at 40th Street in Washington. He's been around a long time, and when you drive by, you'll say to yourself, I've seen that place ever since I was a little boy. Did you ever deal with um, Phil over Automatic Transmission Exchange? Yes, but we're trying to move our direction do it into a different direction, so we try to stay away from the transmission business. Right, but as a kid, I took a power glide in there, and I had lost low, and he adjusted the linkage and sent me on the way, and I, he wouldn't charge me. And from that point on, I mean, I, I've known Phil, right. and I've known of his organizations, but, I mean, at 68... I was a freshman in high school in 68. He's been around a long time. Yep. So, all right, let's go back to the phones. Jim, like we promised, you're up first. How can we help you? Good morning, sir. Thank Good you morning. for your show. You bet. Much. Good recommendations on your shops also. I have used one of them, and my son-in-law has also, and nothing but good results. Well, thank you. Thank, well, do me a favor. Yes. Do, do you know who they are? Will you tell me? Sure. I, I'm now the one. My son-in-law lives over in 
Parasite Valley. I'm sorry. Paradise Valley. Okay. And I can't tell you for sure the address on that one. Somewhere, I want to say up in Raintree. Okay. Okay, that's going to be Air Park Auto? It probably is. Okay. That's a, now, Andy, um, I've got a body shop on Raintree, and I've got a mechanical shop on Raintree, and if it's a mechanical shop, then it's going to be uh, Air Park Auto. Okay, it's just a mechanical shop. Okay. And I, he took my recommendation, and you made me a hero, so. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Anyway, what's the problem you've got today? Purchase the other folks that I deal with up here on Deer Valley, or not Deer Valley, but uh, Bell. Okay. Um, I got, he diagnosed my problem. I had a vibration, and the splines are wore in the dry shaft. Okay. I'm a retired old duffer, and I don't know for sure whether the best way to do that is to take it back up, because I think they rebuild them, because he said it would, they would take it out and send it away and have it rebuilt, or not rebuilt, he didn't say that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but have it balanced and whatever. And repaired. It, yes. Or is the aftermarket thing the way to go? Tom? Well, this is the drive shift we're yeah. talking about. Well, like any any good driveline shop, and, and certainly Kurt can handle that for you, is to take the drive shift out and they'll replace that yoke, that slip yoke. Right. Which is the correct thing to do. And it's probably the most cost effective. And, and and really and truly, literally, they're going to take a chop saw and cut the end of that drive shaft off. And they'll weld another one on <laughs> and, and balance it, and away you go. <laughs> and you're done. So yeah, That's correct. And it, I, I understand that. I was involved in drag racing, and we built drag shafts more yeah. than once. So I know you can build them and whatever. I just didn't know which is the most cost-effective for me, and God knows I don't want to cheat Kurt out of some money here, but I, yeah, the, anyway. The, the cheapest way is probably going to the wrecking yard and getting a used component, but you're gambling. Yeah, well, I have one of those now. Yeah, yeah, and you do. Let me, let me, let me, let me ask a question that you haven't asked. When was the last time that you replaced a drive shaft or worked on a drive shaft that had worn splines? How often a year do you deal with oh, that? Oh, very, very, very rare. Really rare. I can't think of, of in the last two years where we have had a drive shaft with splines. However, it happens. Right. So to answer your, to really look at the big picture, the chances of this happening again in your lifetime are slim and none. So it's just an anomaly. It's whatever it is, it is. So if, if and I'm going to forget about that it's Kurtz. I'm going to give you the advice I'd give you no matter who the shop is, even my own. I want to make sure that this is going to fix what I brought it in for. And I want to make sure that I don't have anything new. And that puts them on notice that you understand those two things. So I don't care if it's one of my shops or not, the advice is still the same. That's okay. what I would say. It, and then I would say to Kurt, if this was your truck, what would you do? Would you send it to your drive shaft shop, or would you go get a remanufactured drive shaft and see what he says? I think I'm I'm, I'm with Tom. I think Kurt's going to say, "Let me just have this fixed and have it balanced and have it checked, and we'll be done." That's what I think is going to happen. I'm not above doing that. I just didn't know. I wanted your opinion. Then. Yeah. Okay. No, that and you guy. you did a good Kurt's job. Out there. <laughs> and and here here's what you say to Kurt when you're getting ready to pay it. You say, um, "I'm going to subtract fifty dollars off this bill because Mark said that he had a fifty dollar <laughs> coupon off, and he hasn't sent it to me yet." And uh, and and see what see what Kurt says. Now, he won't use any bad words, but the, they'll be close. <laughs> uh, listen, I am the recipient of pastries, and so I understand. You know, the first trip I made up there, and I got pastries delivered to the door. Yeah, yeah. And I've had several things since then. 
uh, like free car washes and everything else, you know. So, no, I, I don't have any problems with her at all. I was just wondering what you thought of it. Yeah. I respect your opinion. No, he he's. Uh, I think, and I, Tom think. Guy. I think I think we're he's leading in the right direction, and um, and you know just uh, you, you, the choice you make is 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 can we ex- can we explain or explore other options or let's go this way? Th- those are really the two responses that you're going to have. But thanks very much for calling, Jim, and thank okay. you very much for saying something nice about both shops. Well, thank you for the show. You're welcome. Thank you. And David, you're up next. And by the way, the lines are open 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Even if you're in Payson, you can call 602-508-0960, and we'll take you quick. David, you're next. Thank you. Um, I went and took my uh, 97 Crown Vic to uh, my neighborhood gas station and said, told them, guys, I, I really needed a tune-up. Uh, it's got 94,000 miles on it. And it's only getting 14.2 miles to the gallon. And the, the uh, manager there said, oh, yeah, I'll put some motor, motor craft spark plugs and wires. And I said, no, 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 no. I, I, uh, I have, I'm real bullheaded. I said, can I say the name of the plug that I requested? Yes. I said, I want a set of those E3 spark plugs. Okay. And he said, oh, my God. You know, they're expensive, Dave. And I said, look, I'm the customer, and I'm requesting this. Okay. And I said, I want high-performance uh, plug wires put on it and a super tune. And he goes, okay. So he quoted me a price. Okay. Um, I took the car home, and I'm still getting 14 mile, 14.2 miles to the gallon. And and your question is, is what went wrong? Exactly. Well, I, no, I went back to him, and he said to me, it's, Dave, it's because you're running the air conditioning and it's hot outside, and you're not going to get any increase in mileage until October. We're both sitting here shaking our heads. Um, there's so many things going on here. Go ahead. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, whenever anybody ever has a... Uh, fuel economy thing the first thing we go for is the tires what's the resistance for the car rolling down the road and number two can i add number two go ahead is let's check the tailpipe to see what the co reading is and let's see if we've got a problem underneath the hood so let's do some emissions tests and let's check the obvious which you said is let's air up the tires to the maximum inflation get them correct right and then then getting back into the computer which we talked about earlier let's get a look at those fuel trim numbers while we're driving down the road let's see what the computer's commanding because on a ford they have that mass air flow meter. That mass air flow meter loves to get dirty because people don't change air filters enough. And when it gets dirty, it's like wearing a winter coat in the summertime, and it can't read the air density, it can't read the air temperature, it can't read the air moisture, and therefore the fuel trims go completely out of whack. Right. So if we're right, and if you would have said something slightly different, do you have a procedure that would allow you to go in and verify some of the ways I can get better fuel economy, some of the ways I'm getting, from the reasons why I'm getting. We may have cleaned that mass airflow sensor. How much? You, oh, you go to the mass yeah, airflow sensor and I'll 20, just clean it. Yeah, 25 bucks. Okay. I'm with you. For, so for you, you could have you could have had a 94. How many miles are on this 94? 94,000? There's, 90, there's a 97. Seven. Okay. But it's Na- got 94,000 miles. So if we could have added a mile or two easy to your fuel economy by cleaning the mass airflow sensor for $25, those E3 spark plugs don't look so good right now. Sure and, and, and I want to tell you something. You, you should have said to him, 
do you like those E3 spark plugs? Let me tell you what I think. Of, what, do you have an opinion on those E3 spark plugs? My opinion is I am, I am a guy that believes in manufacturing and testing. When Ford built that vehicle, they spent millions of dollars developing and testing and putting that system together, as does General Motors and Toyota and everybody else out there. I believe in letting them do the, the testing, and I follow their plan. Well, That's and, what I believe. Okay. I do not believe in somebody coming along and saying, hey, I'm going to increase 50% of this by buying this whiz-bang thing, because they don't spend the testing. Well, he said the EC's part, those E3s were just a lot of garbage. Well, and they, ahead, well, that's an know. opinion. That's an opinion. Who ran the tests on the product? Well, but, but let me let me give my my. T- you're being nice. I'm going to be a little bit more abrasive. They are big pieces of you know what. Yeah. <laughs> we have we have three electrodes. Okay. Now I want to tell you something. This is how electricity works at the spark plug. The coil is going to push electricity until it jumps the gap. Okay. So which one of those tangs is going to get the electricity from the coil each time, and that is the one closest to the electrode? The easiest path of resistance. The easiest path. Thank you. The easiest path of resistance. So the idea that this thing's capable of three sparks at once is the same as Santa Claus is a real man. And Santa Claus has reindeer on his. So I, I want to tell you something. I, the, how many times, Tom, have we had spark plugs with one or two or three electrodes? Well, how many times have they been gold-plated, gold tip? How many times have they been the best thing in the world, and are they here today? No, they're gone. They're gone because they, they made don't a, work. They don't work, and it's they a made marketing. a killing. It's a marketing plan. So you should have put Motocraft spark plugs in there, but really and truly, you need to have somebody check the tailpipe and the fuel trims. You need to have somebody look at the mass airflow sensor, clean it up. You need to find out... You know, do you have a 14 years of newspapers in the trunk of that ground right, Victoria? Right, a bowling ball. <laughs> and yeah. a bowling ball. It, it's empty. Okay. And are you putting 30 weight or 40 weight in it because you think it's better when really we should be putting 1030 in there? Uh, the same guy that did the tune-up does all the work on it. I don't know what he puts in. Okay. Those are the kinds of questions, but um, this is more. Now, do you know where I live? No. Okay, good, because this is more your fault than anybody else's. <laughs> well, I live in North Scottsdale, just north of Granite, uh, Granite Reef, just north of McDonald. All right. And, and you know, I remember one time, if you're Granite Reef north of McDonald, when you go north of there, remember that bridge there that didn't used to cross the canal? Right. My police car almost made it over that one time. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember a couple of policemen sliding off that road, that canal road, into the into the thing with their police cars when it was muddy and they had no business being there. And I could tell you who they are, but I'm not going to. Thank you for calling. Thank you for laughing. Um, but I really do agree with Tom. If we would have cleaned that mass airflow sensor for 25 to $50, let's open it up just a little bit in case somebody else is going to do something different. And they're going to go in and clean the throttle blades as well. But cleaning the throttle blades and the mass airflow sensor, 50 to $75, I think you would have been a whole bunch better off to just right. do that. Get that engine to breathe. And get the engine to breathe. But thank you very much. 602-508-0960. We're up against uh, our final for this hour. You're going to stay the next hour with me, right? Okay. And, um, and so you... You can call in now, but we'll be back with you about three minutes after the hour when we come back on the air. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. And I want to remind you that we have lead ropes for sale, and they go to a good cause. It's an old cowboy buddy of mine, and these lead ropes, are, you can see them on our website at MarkSalem.com. Go to Barn Supplies, and the lead ropes are made out of mule tape, which is a half-inch wide nylon rope. They're, they're six pieces that go up to the end of the rope and come back down, so we have an eye on one end 
but you have this thing will hold about 3,000 pounds easy. It's for big dogs or horses. They're really for horses. And if you're a horse person, the best part about this is you throw it in the washer and it comes out white every time you want, and not bar none. We'll be back. <laughs> 